Hi, everybody, and welcome to Therefore I Geek. I'm Andrew. And I'm Becky. And today we are going to be doing another update in the kind of series we've been doing. This is the this will be the third episode um, about being geek parents. Uh, and as it also turns out, um, we just celebrated our second wedding anniversary. So we're going to talk about a little bit about, you know, just life as a, a married geek couple. Like how there's a subculture. Like married people, married geek people. I, I mean, frequently, you know, geeks just kind of end up in their own subculture no matter what what we do yeah so so yeah two years i know i haven't killed you yet keyword being yet yet no, it's been, I mean, I mean, it's been a good two years. It's been a. It has. It's been a hectic two years. It's been a hectic six months. It has been a hectic six months. Like two, a lot, like two years. Like a lot's been going on, but like really, it's the last six months where things have really just gotten kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first year, you know, we got pregnant very quickly, so, um, <clears throat> so the first year of marriage was spent prepping for baby and for me being pregnant and miserable, and then the second year has been a lot of learning how to be parents and whatnot and then we recently moved and that has just been wonderful but awful at the same time yeah i've mentioned uh before that you know we we we, that we moved and you know i mean it's been really nice because we moved from a 1800 square foot townhouse to a 2900 square foot house and you know realistically beforehand we had two three-bedroom houses worth of stuff because i had a house and becky also had a house crammed into one three-bedroom house and a small storage unit so now we have room for pretty much everything. Yep. Which is really nice. Yes. And it's kind of new and different. Um, I mean, that having been said, you know, we've got a lot of stuff. We purged a lot of stuff and I'm still purging stuff. Yep. Like as I'm unpacking going, oh God, why the fuck did I pack this? <laughs> um, well, and there's stuff that was sitting in our storage unit for like two years and then we still brought it here and now it's been sitting in the garage for two months. And I'm like, do I really need this? Well, yeah. I mean, so like, you know, we had this house built. So as soon as we, you know, had a, a rough move-in date or rough closing date on the house, you know, I started packing because I knew I was going to take the opportunity. Every, everything's going to have to have to basically go through our hands to get from one house to another. Let's go ahead and take the opportunity and purge, which is great. But then like stuff in the storage unit had already left the house. So like I hadn't gone through any of it. So like I've got like a box and a half worth of books I'm going to donate just because like as I'm going through, I don't really need some of this stuff because I just never went through it. Um, you know, but I mean, it's a good opportunity to purge out and decide what we need and what we don't need. And speaking of books, can we talk about how many bookcases are in your office right now? Five. Five bookcases plus the two shelves of comic boxes. Like two giant shelves of, yes. of comic boxes. And you're still running out of room. Yes. I still have about three boxes of actual books. Three and change because I just discovered that there's some in a box downstairs. Um, <laughs> it never ends. You it, open a box and it's like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I was having that for a couple for a couple of weeks where, where I was trying to unpack all the books. And it was just like, oh, God. Like, all right, I think I got all the books. And I opened another box like, fuck, I don't have room for this. Well, that's like I was organizing our DVD and Blu-ray collection because we are, I guess, purists. And we really like having hard copies of things. Um, and I was going through all of it. And I was like, OK, cool. I've got it all organized. And then I look and I'm like... I don't have any of our uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe Blu-rays. And I know we have all of those movies. So then it was, 
Okay, open another box of Blu-rays. Okay, now I have to find space for that because I already organized everything. Right. And then, oh, there's another box still missing. Ah! And, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we've got probably, like, the major unpacking done. Oh, yeah. I mean, this house is definitely livable at this point. Um, So now it's just, you know, we're starting to put stuff up on the walls, which is nice. Well, and it's also it's also a question of organization, like right. You know, I mean, we're in my my new office, which is you know fantastic. <laughs> His what? new office is like larger than our master bedroom by like double almost. I don't know about that. It's it, pretty it, fucking huge. It is. It is. Um, at some point, I think we're actually I'm actually going to start referring to it as my lair. I think that would be appropriate. The bat cave, maybe. I think I think no. I think our friend Nate. I was like, you know, it's like yeah, it's you know, it's like my man cave office, and he's like, no, this is this is more of a lair. It is because you also painted it it's not terribly dark because we had our friend jeffrey who is an interior designer convince you not to go too dark but but still it's a it's a giant room painted blue with not a whole lot of light once you close the windows so it is rather layer like to be fair i don't have a problem with opening the windows except for the fact that this room gets afternoon sun and it gets it gets hot stupid hot it's also the room above the garage so it's already more hot than any other room yeah there is an actual temperature gradient walking through the door yeah like it's noticeable probably a good 10 maybe 15 degrees it's really bothering me that i just said more hot instead hotter just had to get that out there in case it was bothering anybody else that just no it's also bothering me okay um no so so i mean this is you know this is nice like i'm Putting up, putting up stuff on walls. I'm building shelves to put up all my like bombshell statue stuff and you know doing that kind of stuff. So like I still have like a bunch of boxes around. Right now it's a bunch of like boxes of like action figures and stuff that I don't. I'm building storage to, to display on. Right. Um. So I got a lot of that kind of stuff. But you know for the most part like the house is livable. We're still you know unpacking and organizing, but it, it's significantly improved from what it was. It's become home a now. month and a half ago. Yeah. And you know it's funny because I, I had to go to the, over to our to my old house uh yesterday to go to go retrieve something because we still have some stuff in the garage we need to clear out i don't miss that house no. I, li- I lived there for 10 years i thought i'd be like kind of emotional about it and i'm not at all it's it's the house we came to after we got married it's the house we came to after our son was born and but but this definitely feels like home it does well i mean i mean you know there's the, those emotional attachments for us but like i said i lived there for 10 years almost um you know dude and kyle lived with me my sister lived with me like i I've got a lot of memories attached to that house and I just don't feel all that sad that it's going away. So yeah, that's, that's kind of, kind of the new and different thing. Uh, the other thing that, yeah, it's been fun and I'm sure you, you know, listeners have kind of figured out, like we've been really erratic about putting out episodes because this, <laughs> this, this is probably going to come out with like two other episodes simultaneously. Cause I've, I'm actually backlogged on stuff. I have been working the stupidest shifts at work. So my ability to do anything is just been like destroyed. I spent two weeks on back twelves. So I would come home from work. I'd spend an hour playing with, Malcolm I'd go to sleep I'd get up I'd eat I'd shower and I'd go to work again it was a long 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 process well and you were sleeping during the day right so I was trying to leave the house or to keep the dog quiet keep the baby quiet and everything so that you could sleep better during the day and so um you know we were just about ready to hang stuff on the walls and then one one day I started hanging stuff on the walls while you were sleeping and yeah that that, that didn't go so well so that put a halt to those plans so yeah well and I mean yeah 
you know, that's just it's kind of one of those things with the new house and my schedule and, and whatnot. And of course, you know, I finally get to go roll off the schedule and then something comes up and I got to tonight, I got to go back on on maids, although we're, we're back in three shift coverage. So I only have to work an eight hour shift instead of a 12 hour shift. And hopefully I can come home. Hopefully we'll be done. And I can just get off early and, and not deal with it at all or deal with it very little. But yeah, it's been kind of crazy. And if you couldn't keep track of that, that's okay because neither can I. I mean, I was living it. I could barely keep track of it. So I don't, yeah. I don't hold that against anyone. Yeah. It was, it's been scurry. So hopefully one, we'll get more consistent with getting episodes out Two, you know, now that I'm, I'll be off, I can finally like finish some stuff, like putting stuff on walls in my office. Eventually there will, there will, there will be pictures. Um, cause I'm quite proud of my lair. <laughs> it's a, it's a quite, it's quite a good lair. No, it's, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful space. I mean, I've got space to work. I've got space to do, you know, the podcast and everything. I've got space to do some writing, which I've been trying to get back into. Uh, I've got, you know, all of my, my nerdy consoles and stuff so I can, I can relax. I can watch movies. I can play games. I've got a, like a bar, bar height table so that I can like, we can play board games at. Now it's, it's a really, it's a great room. Actually, we might post pictures of, um, playroom too, after I get stuff up on the walls in there. Cause that's kind of a, a cool space. Yeah. So why don't, why don't you talk about that? Cause that, that, that definitely fits into our, our our geeky parenting and whatnot. Yeah. So obviously, you know, Malcolm is is very nearly a year old. Um, I said our 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 second wedding anniversary was yesterday. Um, and then Malcolm's birthday is only a couple weeks later. So you know, obviously, we're close on that. Um, but you know, as he's now getting older, getting bigger, you know, he we, we've we've made this space for him so that you know, one, we don't have baby crap everywhere. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we still have a little bit, you know, little bits and pieces here and there, but we we have managed to to concentrate it fairly well, I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean, and it stays organized. So we, what we did is our house, the floor plan had a formal dining room at the front of the house and we knew we weren't going to use that. Um, and we wanted to give him his own space that he could just demolish and it would be okay. Um, and also a space that we could contain him in without just sticking him in a pack and play because that's extremely small and, but just, Hey, I need you to go somewhere right now. I need you to not be around the oven as I open it to cook dinner and such well, and, and things and, like that. And one of the problems we realized in the old house, you know, we, we because it was a townhouse and because it was long, you know, it, it was basically split in half in terms of um, the kitchen dining area was on one side and the living room was on the other so you know we didn't really have that, that openness and it, and it made it difficult to like cook dinner and things because you'd step away he couldn't see you he'd freak out and we didn't have a good space for like him to just kind of do baby stuff crawl around eat all of that kind of stuff so all that kind of kind of played into us wanting to be able to keep an eye on him but keep him contained yeah and this this space kind of lent itself by nature of location and by nature of um just availability yeah and it worked out because i think a lot of a lot of people who purchase this floor plan for their house use the space that we're in that that is in our house your office use that as a media playroom and everything but i like having his playroom right next to the kitchen so that i can watch him while i'm cooking or watch him while i'm doing things um and also when it's fun when people walk in to visit us we're right there uh it's the first thing you see when you walk in the door and so we made uh, devoted listeners will know that we subscribe to the religion of corporate overlord, aka Disney. Um, Big Mouse is Big Mouse is watching. Uh huh. So we made his playroom um, Mickey Mouse themed. So the walls are yellow, but a very nice yellow. Again, shout out to Jeffrey Seiler, our friend, uh, for helping us pick out that color. And then I stained some shelves black and red, and so it's all just. And, and we, we got a black and red rug on the floor. Yeah, it was like I got it for like ninety bucks on Amazon, and. 
it's huge. Um, so yeah, black and red with circles. So it's like it's not like bam in your face Mickey Mouse, but it's it's a nice like subtle. Well, and then what are you working on this afternoon? And then this afternoon, um, I'm working on hanging stuff on the walls. And I found this thing on Pinterest, of course, uh, where you hang up picture frames in the shape of Cinderella's castle in the shape of like the old fashioned logo uh, for Disney. So I've got it set up on the floor. It's going to take me for freaking ever to like level it out on the wall and make sure everything is evenly spaced. But um, but yes, I'm going to make a kind of like photo frame collage in the shape of the castle so once that's done we'll post some pictures yeah to quote my sister you pinterested the shit out of it i did i did one of the few times my sister ever curses (laughs) the shit out of something yeah so we've got so we've got that room that's kind of mickey mouse and generally disney themed um and then your office is well it's geek in general but it it tends to be more star wars it it does i think in part in part because i've got more i want to say better star wars memorabilia but like i have nicer star wars memorabilia (laughs) i mean i I have i have all my my dc bombshells which are i think i've got 13 of them now (coughs) but i've also got you know four star wars sideshow figures i've got my empire strikes back poster that i've been getting signed over the last few years um i've got my my oversized signed mara jade card like i've got a a bunch of that kind of stuff that i've been i've been getting over the years so you know that kind of stuff is like it just kind of shows off a little bit more and you know yeah it it ends up being somewhat more star wars themed and like at tidewater comic con this year we got a i got a star wars end table Mm -hmm. um and eventually i gotta figure out where in here i'm not exactly sure but eventually i got i've got my um the han solo rug you gave me to put in here yep so yeah i do have a lot of like you know good looking star wars stuff so it, it does tend to be star wars themed it's also kind of just like the collecting pot for a bunch of my other stuff so like i hung up i've got three three you know pendants that i got as a kid you know one one from the mets from the last time they won the world series when i was a year old <laughs> and uh it's definitely going to be a long at least another season because they're looking like absolute turd this year um i've got a i've got another one from a a minor league team that I used to watch growing up and then I've got one from the 94 World Cup that I went to so like you know it's just fun memorabilia stuff for me um but this is this is a single place I can I can put it all and then close the doors so uh we mentioned going to con a couple times um so we've taken Malcolm in his short one year of life to two cons yep. Hampton Comic Con and Tidewater Comic Con and then the week after his birthday we're going to North Carolina for Raleigh Supercon and and we're we're in in the planning stage of going to baltimore comic con as well as uh dude and donnell do my my typical co-host uh will be back on the east coast for that and and baltimore is just a great convention yeah if you know if you're on the east coast in the area definitely check out baltimore it's very much the like comic centric convention and kind of has been that way since san diego stopped being that way (laughs) um all, all the all the old comic curmudgeons went but i'm i'm really excited about raleigh because of all of the the stars that are going to be there. We've already pre-bought a John Barrowman autograph and we got a Malcolm Merlin comic that he, I think, co-wrote with his sister for him to sign. Um, and yeah. I'm, I'm just so excited to meet him and introduce him to Malcolm. And Right. Now, to be clear, like, we didn't name Malcolm after, after the Malcolm Merlin character. No. But it's just, it's... 
It, it's it's a fun little nerdy thing, and it's John Barrowman. Right. He's going to eat it up. He's going to eat it up, and just the ridiculous energy that man has. <laughs> I've literally seen him take a running leap onto a folding table at a convention and start dancing on it. I mean, to be fair, it's a folding table, so I'm surprised it didn't just give out instantly. It's not like John Barrowman's it, a big guy. The, folda- but the folding table knew who was standing on it. I, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, just like took about four steps worth of a run and leapt onto this table. It was it was an impressive sight. Um, yeah, so we're looking forward to that uh you know it'll be fun to go to a convention with him again yeah and you know when he was uh, we went to hampton he was only two months old three months old three uh, months old. three months because it was it was right before halloween before or after it was it was right around halloween it was before because he he cosplayed as dobby and then a couple days later it was halloween and that okay. was his halloween costume i knew well i knew it was right around that same time i just couldn't remember yeah so he was three months old they don't do much at that age um other than look adorable and right uh get lots of at the convention yeah um and then at tidewater uh he did a little he was a little bit more active but he's also got this weird thing where he doesn't nap um when he's not at home so because he's just so curious about what's going on so um that can he can get a little grumpy at that point but yeah so i mean it's, it's kind of one of the fun things you know is we about the first six months you know at like three to four months they start showing personality by a year they've just got personality in bucket loads oh um, yeah and i mean you know, in general i think he's got a very good personality yeah he's, he's a good little kid he is but uh yeah i mean there's certain things like you know it took us forever to even get him to nap in the first place yep like there was about a month period where he just wouldn't nap at all and he was just fucking evil yeah just just straight up evil and then we finally got him to nap and things got you know, things got better but he still won't nap unless he's at home in his crib or in the fucking car yep like th- those are the two options it's like other kids you know they'll just kind of like pass out in the stroller and like oh whatever no like no. he can't like, he can't be he can't not be engaged so like if things are going on around him he will stay awake and then he will just get angrier and angrier and angrier there was one time because of the situation we were in just and where we were he was awake for eight hours eight consecutive hours which for a baby is where was that that was um when i went up with my mom to dc Uh, for her theater reunion um i think he fell asleep maybe for 20 minutes at one point while i was nursing him um in that time but uh no it was it was essentially eight hours without a nap i mean all things considered he did pretty well that time because he did most of the time when he's when he's getting to the like i need a nap point he just starts like getting pissed yeah well and a lot of it you know we often get get compliments on how well he does in public and you know what a good baby it is and a lot of the time it's us anticipating his needs and we're playing you know we're intercepting uh the the grumpiness so that other people don't have to deal with it yeah um uh you know there was there was one point where uh, you had to take him for something during a family event and um, you had to take him before he got super grumpy and everybody was like he wasn't even that upset why did you and it's like no because we... he was right on, on the right so, so I mean you know kind of elaborate like, we, had, we had a death in the family yeah and so you know we were at the funeral and he starts getting he starts getting to where I know he's about to get upset and so I took him out and I put him in the car and he took a nap for an hour during during the service because I knew that you know especially because it was not one of my family it was one of your family members right i was not you know I, I knew the person i didn't you know was you wanted they're, to be they're there pa- well, they're but pa- yeah, they're passing 
was their passing was 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 very sad and unfortunate but i wasn't that close to them so i didn't need to be there this didn't need to be part of my my grieving process but it absolutely needed to be for others so i needed to get him out so that other people i didn't detract from other people's grieving right you and know, i didn't interfere with their process so 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 that's what i did but yeah it you know was getting to know the point where we're going oh he's 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 pissed like right. he's he's about to blow his top let me get out if you here. wait until the point where he's screaming bloody murder you're past the point of no return not just that you're also past the point where it's easy like i put him in the car turn the car on and he was asleep in two minutes if i had waited 10 more minutes right he'd have been in the car strapped in and screaming right so that's just part of us getting to know him which over the past year i think we've gotten to know him quite well and um and just being able to anticipate like well and of course the fun thing about babies is they're they're constantly fucking changing so you're like all right all right i get i know what you're doing here and then you're like god damn it that wasn't it it's not what you're i'm glad i'm I'm glad i'm glad you're doing that now because that's a developmental thing but fuck that's not how you change shit on me i gotta gotta figure this out as soon as you get complacent they go and change and learn a new skill or get a new tooth you know we, we talk about you know you know babies learning and developing right but like their brains are like built for that right now right like they're at the peak developmental learning curve stage right like they're able to just intake and process and learn right well i and you and i have to learn too only my brain's not at that point anymore (laughs) we are old and slow right so while he while he's figuring things out really quick i am really fucking stupid at times Like I, I am not, I am not up to the learning curve here. So some of the new skills that he has, um, he's starting to really communicate. He has, he has a word for dog and he has a word for cat that he speaks. He says ada for dog and at for cat. And he is learning sign language. He can sign more, although at the moment more means everything. Yeah, more has... means I want more in my mouth, <laughs> really. It doesn't mean I want more of what you gave me. It's right. I need things in my face. Yes. Um, more in, means food, more in, means milk, more means tickles, more means dog. In, insert just... insert food into food food hole. <laughs> um. So, but he's he's starting to his communication is taking off. He's he can walk. He doesn't want. He doesn't feel totally comfortable walking without uh support. No. But but he's getting there every day. He takes a few more steps without holding on to anything. Um. He's feeding himself and actually he gets really pissed off if you try to feed him um but it goes better if we do it yeah <laughs> it goes so much better if we do if he feeds himself it also means it's bath night right um and if he feeds himself it also <clears throat> means the dog needs to <coughs> go away because his favorite thing to do it, he like, wants like most kids right he likes to feed the dog and the dog knows this and will sit by the high chair and dog doesn't like the baby most of the time except for when he's eating um yeah there are no adorable pictures of them snuggling together and taking naps together like you see of other babies and dogs on the internet no our dog really just cannot stand him i mean our dog's a jealous little shit anyways so yeah i mean can't really stand you either so. no no not at all um and and slowly he's starting to develop starting to develop favorites like for a long time he really hate he, like he, he doesn't have a lovey he, you know didn't really seem to have a favorite food didn't really no favorite books no favorite yeah he, well he just so he's, he's slowly starting to develop some favorite. Like he's, he kind of has a favorite book, like a, a family, a family little photo album thing my mom made for him. Um, and one of his, one of his favorite toys, 
uh, is one of the leftover lightsabers from our wedding. Yep. Which has been so much fun. He loves it so much. I was like, what does that say about our child that his favorite toy is the lightsaber? It, it says that he's our child. Yeah. Um, he's also starting to pay a little bit more attention to like what we're watching on TV. Yeah. Like he doesn't like sit and like stare at the screen. Like he just, he still kind of does his own thing. But like he's starting to notice a little bit more like like before I used to just like plop him down on my lap and sit and watch something and he would just be like playing with his toes like he wouldn't give a shit yeah. now he's like oh there's something up there or, i'm gonna go do this now but there's <laughs> something up there yeah and we've actually been lucky in that he hasn't been that enamored with the tv so like he has a tv and a dvd player in his playroom that we've never turned on or used yeah and he hasn't been exposed to thomas the tank engine or paw patrol or anything like that so he doesn't ask for it well, or and, and part of that is also i mean you know he's still a little bit young to to start asking for that like that kind of stuff right and a lot of kids pick that up at daycare right and since you've been staying home this past year yeah you know obviously he hasn't been going to daycare so he hasn't been picking that up right so instead he watches great british baking show with mommy Right. Um, yeah, so like, there's that kind of stuff. And, and you know, we've also taken a, a fairly, I want to say hard line, because I don't say it's hard line, but like, you know, we, we've, we've made an effort to like give him more like old school toys. Yeah. Like he has some electronics, like he's got a little electronic piano um, that he started playing with. He started playing the piano with his fucking hammer, which is hysterical. Yeah, he, that is another one of his favorite toys is his little plastic hammer. Yeah, he walks around like like Thor just whacking shit. <laughs> bring, it's, it, it's not at all a Thor hammer. It's a, it's a little just plastic purple, you know, claw hammer. But yeah, he was just whacking the crap out of things. So of course I'm sitting there going, hammer! <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah, he's, his electronic toys are really just musical instruments, really yeah um and then for the most part you know we're trying to avoid flashing lights and and electronic sound things and you know anything that you push a button and it makes an annoying noise we're trying to avoid if he doesn't know that they exist he can't miss it well and i think i mean you know you and i are both kind of generally i think the creative types i mean so he's got like like a wooden wooden block kind of train set and he's got some like you know even bigger than duplo legos yeah and like i was a huge Lego kid. Yeah. So like, you know, we're, we're going with that kind of stuff. So it's not like... And it, it's also important for motor develop, fine motor and gross motor development to not just be pushing buttons constantly. To, yeah, to have and, other motions. That and like, um, I mean, he's, he's fascinated by our phones, mostly because we're on them. Right. Or because he's eating them. <laughs> yes. Like he has managed to crack your screen uh, protector. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the tempered glass fucking super high indestructible screen protector. L- little man cracked it with his fucking, his baby teeth. In like, <clears throat> I don't know, how long have I had a smartphone? Probably like eight years. I have never cracked a screen, which I know for some people is miraculous. Uh, they crack their screens all the time, but I've never cracked a screen and he hasn't actually cracked the screen but yeah the tempered glass screen protector he cracked because he puts it in his mouth and he chomps down so hard yeah he's also he's also like he's also now taken to to like chewing on the pop socket on your phone <laughs> yes so like the it's, back of your pop socket real is just, scratched up. yeah um and also the uh the edge of his crib is pretty well scratched he likes to scrape his teeth along that while he's waiting for us to get him out of bed he doesn't do it as much anymore because he's gotten a little bit 
tall like for a while like his mouth was right there so he yeah. would just like I was like lean his teeth on it it was kind of weird <laughs> i'm just gonna rest my head here ah <laughs> but yeah i mean he's we we give him um a single book in his bed he gets to pick out a book and then um that keeps him occupied uh so he doesn't usually scream like when he gets up and demand that we get him up immediately he'll usually play for a little bit and but we only give him one book because he's already tried to step on it to escape so i'm sure that he would figure out with more books to stack them on top of each other so that he can stand up and fling himself over the edge of the crib i mean to be fair like he's tried to climb up a bunch of shit and is never successful but eventually he'll get there right he is a little on the short side for his age so like that also helps because you know he just he can't quite get up yeah. or like like he tries to climb up on the couch and it's just kind of like all right that's not gonna happen <laughs> um he rather unsuccessfully tried to climb up a stair a couple weeks a couple weeks ago uh which resulted in us shifting baby gates around yes and then uh baby gets, oh baby proofing the house has just oh, it's so time consuming well between realistically we the house was ba- like the, the the what you're referring to we were baby proof we we had two baby gates up and they were baby proof they were not dog and toddler proof <laughs> yeah it's like your sister came home and it's the first time the dog had seen her in months so he just flung himself at the gate and just ripped it right off off the wall yep and then we had a friend come over with their twin toddlers and the twins just flopped themselves on it because <laughs> and uh they were like let's see if this whole can hold further, our body so. weight it could not yeah so so there's that um oh and then there was we had to figure out where to put the cat food the pet food because um the it we were in the house like painting and prepping for about a week before we actually moved in yeah um so the day we moved the animals in um i was doing dishes and all of a sudden i hear this crunching sound i was like what does he have and i realized he had crawled over to the cat food and put a huge ass handful in his mouth and our kid has cheeks for days so i was just it took me like 10 times of scooping stuff out of his mouth before i finally got all the cat food out of his ginormous cheeks um i mean he's he's like a chipmunk it's ridiculous yeah yeah i mean that, that, that's been one of the fun things between moving and like all that and like we we really at the old house just kind of like segregated him off to a specific spot so we didn't have to baby proof because we knew we were moving right so now it's been like all right now we have to baby proof everything and like as we do stuff we find more stuff that needs to be baby proofed well as he gets into stuff we find more stuff that needs to be baby proof yeah i mean there's a certain thing like we haven't done we've done all the cab the bottom cabinets we haven't done any of the drawers yet because he can't reach them yet those will be coming up yeah in a couple of months probably i need to figure out something to do with his dresser drawers because anytime we hang out in his room he is opening the drawers and then slamming them on his fingers and that's been fun nah, that's good for him <laughs> no my cu- my cousin quentin used to do that where he would reach up like the first time he did it like he actually slammed his fingers in the door in the drawer and like started screaming but then after like about a week he would like do it and like just kind of shut it and then wait till someone was looking he would like look at you and then start screaming yeah that's pretty much what he does but now when i want to say my i mean my, my cousin literally just like graduated from college so like you know this is <laughs> 22 years ago or something but um yeah I, I do remember him doing that at my grandmother's house it was kind of entertaining um yeah i mean like and there's certain things like we you know like i still need to do the tv we still need to do um like the bookcases in his in his in the playroom the bookcases aren't so bad because they're short yeah it's like for the most part if you tip those like 
it wouldn't really matter um we have to do the tv in the playroom and then we need to do like some cabinets and stuff in the in the living room eventually we'll get to where like i do it in my office too but for the moment he's in here so rarely yeah and never unsupervised that it's not worth trying to spend the time up here yet eventually we'll get here but not not yet yeah we also haven't put up the top of the stairs gate we got one we just haven't put it up yet because he's never he's never on the floor upstairs if he is it's in his room with the door closed so he can't get out and in in his room with the door closed and supervised yeah so um we haven't done the top of the stairs gate but we're going to have to soon sure no absolutely um I think that'll that'll come when he's when he's walking more and can actually get up the stairs himself. Yeah, and also I think when he can reach the uh, the doorknob to his room, so he could potentially open the door and escape. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not quite at the escape artist stage yet. Pro- honestly, we probably have about another about another six months before that, I would think. Yeah, but he is definitely going to be that kid that tests uh, his escape artist abilities. Oh yeah, I don't know that I was, but just like he's so fucking curious about everything. Yeah. It's it, it's not even a, like I I want to get out of here. It's like let's see what happens. Right, which you know is a sign that he's intelligent. It's just annoying for us. Oh, it's annoying as fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. So we that go. I mean, man, I'm looking forward to the next you know six months to year. Yeah. We've already set, kind of started hitting the the toddler stage, which I mean, it, everyone knows is just kind of miserable as shit. Yeah. So well, he, he's starting to get an attitude about things. He's starting to you know throw things from his high chair. Um, protesting and I want you to pick me up no I want you to put me down no I want you to pick me up no I want you to put me down Uh, make up your mind (laughs) daddy's just gonna take a stern a stern attitude towards that yeah fine you've and I I think in addition to you know learning about him and learning about parenting over this past year we've both kind of developed our own parenting styles too like you are to be fair they're not that much different than our personalities I have a low tolerance for bullshit (laughs) And I'm just, I mean, you know, there's a certain degree to which he can't help it. He doesn't know better, but at the same time, he's got to learn better. So like, you know, I'm not screaming at him, but I'm also just like, you know, he keeps throwing food on the floor. It's like, nope. All right, you're done. Yeah. And, but he also, he also reacts to us differently. Yeah. Um, and part of that is. You spend all day with him. I spend all day with him. And so by the end of the day, both of us want to kill each other. Um, which my, my work schedule has not helped. <laughs> no, but you know it, but we got we got to pay the bills for this brand new house right <laughs> um we have to afford diapers so there's that um so yes so in keeping with being geek parents um his first birthday party theme because you have to have a theme it's like a law um is the moon landing because we were, we were already like he kind of has a spacey theme in his uh in his nursery granted at the moment there's nothing on the walls so we have star curtains and that's it but he kind of has a spacey theme uh in his in his nursery and then um i got the idea to look up what happened uh on the day he was born in history um i saw something else on disney baby because shockingly i follow that um about a woman who did a pinocchio themed party for her one-year-old because his birthday was the day that Pinocchio was released. So I was like, oh, let me go see what happened on Malcolm's birthday. And it was the day of the moon landing, uh, according to Greenwich Standard Time, not according to American time. Um, but well, yeah, I mean, the missions were running on GMT. So. Right. So the scientific time uh, was 
was on his birthday. So it's like, okay, well, we we like space and that kind of coincides with uh, with his date in history. So we're doing a moon space party and I have been baking up a storm because oh yes in addition to everything else yeah that's actually that's something we, we haven't talked about and it's funny that we haven't talked about it just because it's already so become part of our life uh yeah so he has an egg allergy um and like most food al- food allergies are very serious you know there's they tend to be very serious and his uh his is he i fed him scrambled eggs for lunch one day and he took two bites and he was like nope and again this is a kid he doesn't have favorites he also doesn't have things he dislikes so it was like he had never met a food that he didn't want to eat and so the fact that he was like pushing away the eggs and refusing to open his mouth when I tried to give it to him I was like okay something's up and within five minutes his whole face went red and swollen and puffy and he got hives and he started puking and it was it was just awful so we got him tested and thankfully eggs is the only thing he's allergic to but um but yeah so our our house has become an egg-free house and um well I don't know if it's an egg for, I mean, I still have- well, yeah, you, you, you still have your egg biscuits in the morning. Yeah. Um, but obviously, that means, you know, anything that we have any intention of giving him can't be made with egg. So, and, and egg is in fuck everything. It's... Yeah. It's in fucking root beer. Yeah. We were looking at the list of, of foods and root beer. Yeah, and we, what was it like coffee creamer or something in coffee? I feel like there, I feel like coffee was listed somewhere. Not that we're going to give our infant coffee, but. I mean, I may have dipped a little on my finger the other day and just rubbed it in his mouth <laughs> to see what he would do. He was, he was, he was unimpressed. Yeah, that's the thing. He does not react. He does not have strong reactions to food. Just wait, I'm giving him hot sauce again. <laughs> I did the other day, actually. Did you? Would and you, he was just like, uh, he, he didn't like it, but he didn't scream you, the way he what did. What did you give him? I just gave him sriracha finger. Yeah, that might be part of the reason. Sriracha's <laughs> potent. I don't know. I don't like hot sauce. No, sriracha's fairly potent. That could be part of the reason he didn't. <laughs> but, he didn't do something with, like, f- with actual flavor. I don't know. I don't eat anything hot or spicy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this kid eats pickles. His his reaction to pickles and salt and vinegar chips was the same as his reaction to ice cream. Like he just eats whatever and he doesn't really care. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, so our our life has uh has been altered slightly. Like all box pasta, even if it doesn't have egg in it, was made on uh on machines that had contact with eggs or an egg product right so um we can't give him boxed pasta so i've started making uh fresh pasta i'm actually gonna try that again at some point i had to buy semolina flour um because oh i made it with regular flour and do not recommend um first one you made wasn't terrible it just wasn't great yeah um it it was just kind of it's kind of mushy and kind of chef boyard um um yeah so so like but i mean like like the egg is just in everything so like yeah and it's weird because like so we've been giving out a lot of like veggie chips and veggie straws like as snacks and like certain brands have eggs and certain brands don't so you have to look every fucking time yep i mean thankfully since egg is such a common allergy it's one of those things that is bold um yeah if you look at the back of a of a 
product and the ingredient list at the bottom, it'll say like this product contains, you know, peanuts or eggs or whatnot, or this, or it'd say this product may contain. Yeah. We, we've been quite good, gotten quite good at um, reading labels. Um, but there's also like a whole list of like products, like things they put in food that are derived from egg mm-hmm. that aren't, that doesn't say egg, like, so you kind of like, and I mean like they sound like they're vaguely egg related, like, you know, it's like ovum something or other. And right. Like, okay. Like I, I get that, but at the same time, it's just like, like I, I can't memorize 50 different food additives. Yeah. So like, I, you know, I'm either constant looking up or if, if, if I'm in doubt, I just don't give it to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That's the thing. I was actually really impressed. My little cousin, who's eight, I think she's eight, eight or nine. Um, we were hanging out with her, and and at nine years old, she was she was eating something, and he wanted it, and she goes, "No, I don't know if this has egg in it, so I can't give it to you." And I was like, "Oh, that's so sweet." Like she's all. I mentioned it to her once, and she remembered and yeah. and was thinking about that. And, um, but yeah, I mean, we've just, we've become an allergy family and we have an EpiPen on hand at all times. Um, yeah. Now, thankfully this is, this is one of those allergies that he will hopefully grow out of because doctors said about 85% of kids do. Yeah. Which, which would be good because, you know, like there's a lot of really good food that has egg. I mean, like, and like, like staples of childhood, like fucking chicken fingers because most of it uses egg in the breading. Yeah. Like it's, it's shit like that. They don't even think about. Right. Um. Certain brands of ice cream have it. Certain brands don't. Um, and, you know, so many baked goods, which is why I've been baking my ass off lately, trying to find the perfect recipe for his birthday cake, because, you know, it's that's important. It's his first birthday. And well, now, thankfully for us, like vegan cupcakes have, have kind of become a thing in the last few years. Right. So, and they're delicious. So, yeah. So there's a lot of good options out there. But once I put a shit ton of buttercream on them, they are no longer vegan <laughs> yeah that, that part doesn't matter but like since it's vegan it doesn't have egg in it right and then put whatever the hell you want on it like to make it not vegan i don't give a shit yeah I mean, I mean, I like butter just in general. We also are lucky in that, um, I mean, we haven't given him anything that even says may contain egg in it. But before we knew about his allergy, we had given him regular pasta. We had given him things that might have had trace amounts of egg in them. And um, and he he had a reaction. He had eczema, which we didn't realize at the time was caused. Yeah caused by the eggs and after he had the egg reaction and we uh, we cut eggs completely out all of a sudden his skin is perfectly clear Yep. So, but, you know, he, he could have boxed pasta and it wouldn't kill him, but it's just easier to just eliminate everything. Sure. Um, because we don't know at what point, where the tipping point is with how much egg is in something, how much egg is going to push him over the edge especially, to have that especially anaphylaxis. When, especially when he can't communicate well enough to tell. Right. Like, if he were like six or seven, you might be able to determine a, a, a threshold because he can communicate it to you. Right. But like at, at 11 months old, right we're like we said you know he, he he has the symbol for more right well and you know he was having eczema which we now realize was caused by the trace amounts of eggs in some of the foods we were giving him but that was what we could see we don't know what it was doing to him internally right um he could have been having having issues um internally that we couldn't we didn't know about so it's just easier to completely cut it out sure absolutely. of his life um and and by extension we have had we have cut down significantly 
significantly on our intake of eggs. Well, and I mean, it's just it's forced us to, you know, make certain things fresh, like the pasta and stuff. And that's been kind of fun. Yeah, it has. I got to bust out the pasta KitchenAid stand uh, attachment. attachment that we got for our wedding that I hadn't used in two years. And it was very cathartic. Oh, it's so nice to just like put in a sheet of dough and then it like gets so thin. And oh, it's nice. I don't know. There's just something about it. All right. So do you have any, anything else parenting relationship related you want to talk about? Um, not. All right. Well, then what have you been into? Oh, been in addition to baking a lot, I've been watching the great British baking show again and nailed it, which a new season just came out uh, on Friday. So that was very exciting. And I've introduced so many people to nailed it. I love it. I really want to have a nailed it party where if you haven't watched nailed it, it's people who are just like regular folk um, who have no particular baking or decorating skill. No, in fact, they're fairly terrible. Fairly terrible. Um, They try to recreate. It's basically like Pinterest fails um, where you have like this super fancy looking cake and it's like, okay, now it's your turn to try. And they fail so hard. And some of the things it's just like, how, how do you not like there was one episode where two people people didn't check their cakes if they were done and so they flipped their cakes out and the runny like batter goo like how do you not know the toothpick trick like that was hysterical that oh one my was, that one goodness. was so funny so i kind of like they flipped it over like hey let's see how this looks oh no it's just like it looks like a lava cake yeah like how do you not check for doneness um it's so funny and it's just oh some of them are scary looking like they will haunt your nightmares yeah um but i kind of want to have a a nailed it party where like everybody kind of picks something to recreate and everybody brings it in and like we vote on like most delicious most accurate best looking most ambitious things like that and just have a have a party like a a potluck but with a a nailed it theme Um, yeah and then it's just trying to get get the house in order and i need to get back into into stroller strides um which is a mommy fitness group and ever since we moved it's been harder for me to get to um get to strides in the morning but it's nice like he gets to sit in the stroller and get pushed around and now that we're outside granted now that we're outside it's miserable because it's 90 degrees right um with 80 percent humidity um but i get to work out i get to hang out with moms he gets to socialize we all get to talk about what's going on vent about our kids and our husbands and uh not that i have anything to vent about yeah huh <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, I love, I love my, my stroller strides. That's, that's been super helpful and it's just been nice to have, to get a mom group and, um, and yeah. Oh, and I'm, I just got cast in my first show in three years. Um, so we met because of community theater, but then since getting engaged, I took a year off to plan the wedding, then took a year off to be pregnant and then took a year off to raise a baby. So I was like, okay, I'm really itching to get back on stage. So, um, so I was just cast in first date at little theater of Norfolk, which opens September 7th. So plug for that. Um, but I'm excited to, to get back into community theater and get back on stage and do what I love and do something for myself that's not related to being a wife and mother 
Right. Because that gets tiresome. So what about you? So I've had a good opportunity to, to do some binge watching because I've had to shift my schedule tonight to nights a couple of times now. I think I think I've done three stay up all night shifts, um, including last night I did one because stupid reasons. Um, so I just I last night I just finished the second season of um, Babylon 5, which I'm, I'm enjoying. You know, I didn't realize for a while there was a kind of a lawsuit with uh, J. J. Michael Straczynski over Babylon 5 and Deep Space. Nine. I'm a huge, and I'm a huge Deep Space Nine fan, and you can definitely see some of the similarities and stuff as to where it's coming from. But like the uh, the, the the different, the very different direction that they took the shows in. Um, that's been kind of interesting to see. Um, I felt I finally got around to catching up on a couple of movies I hadn't I hadn't seen yet that I always wanted that I wanted to. Death of Stalin and Red Sparrow. Death of Stalin. The first half is really funny. Second half is less funny, but it's still really good. Red Sparrow is just kind of middle of the road. Hmm. I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a really cool spy thriller, and like it was kind of predictable. But then, like, they were, they tried to force a lot of tension by, like, you know, playing the really tense violins, like, a lot. And you're just like, this this, this scene isn't actually that uh, that tense. It's just uh, tense music. Um, that is one thing about interjecting, about um, geek parenting, is it does make it hard for us to go see movies as frequently as we used to. Yeah. Um, and, like, for Solo, we each went solo um because you know paying for a babysitter is expensive so yeah um, like we're gonna have to do that uh becky and i'll be covering ant-man and wasp uh this coming weekend and we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to do that for ant-man and wasp yep um and i haven't seen incredibles 2 yet i mean to be fair another of i so well yes um but i haven't seen it yet let's let's talk about how tragic that is <laughs> Um, so yeah, after I posted something about going to see Solo, Solo, and your mom was like, should I be worried what's going on? I'm like, no, we just don't want to pay for a babysitter. <laughs> right. So you're like, I saw it like two weeks ago. Yeah. No, I just, I really wanted to see the movie. And, and same thing with Black Panther. We had to see it. Well, I mean, that, I mean yeah, you didn't, you didn't end up seeing it for. It, it took me a while. Like at least a month. Yeah. Um, because we were going to uh, our friend Lori and Rob's wedding. And I was like, there's going to be a bunch of geeks there. And I haven't seen this movie yet. And yeah. <laughs> we need to see it. For for Avengers, we um, did a baby swap with another couple. And they watched Malcolm while we went to see Avengers. And then we watched their son while they went to see it and yeah uh so you know you just gotta get creative yeah no definitely um and then yeah i've been I've been going, trying to like I said, trying to get back into some console gaming and that's i've been like going back and like playing some older games so like kingdom hearts um arkham asylum and uncharted which have been a lot of fun and then i've been trying to get back into doing doing some writing so like i said I, I was working back 12s and a lot of it was just like hey we need someone here just in case something happens you were babysitting yeah no i was a really well-paid babysitter um I mean, there were certain, cause there were a couple of nights that like things were actually going on, but a number of the nights it was like, hey, like just check in on what's going on every few hours and like keep an eye on things. Okay. So like there was one night I was able to just sit and, and like grind out about three hours of writing and that was, that was nice. So, so yeah, once I get back on a more normal schedule, hopefully I can, uh, I can sit back down and do some more. Yeah. I'm hoping, of course, the least put together room in the house is what will eventually be my office. So hopefully I can work on getting that set up and then I can go back to doing my creative endeavors like scrapbooking and sewing and yeah. crafting and painting. So it just takes time. Yeah. 
I mean, to be perfectly honest, half the reason my office is as, is as well put together as it is is because the boxes in the garage were driving you up the wall. Yep. And most of them were the, the boxes with my books in them. That so I could not bring up the stairs. I couldn't bring them up the stairs either. I had to I had to half empty <laughs> them in the garage, and then I could I could bring the half empty box up. Yeah. But as a result, like you know, I ended up unpacking all of my all of my books to to get them out of the garage. Yeah. So that's that's really why you know my stuff was well that, and- that much more unpacked. And with your room, it was more get everything unpacked and then decorate. With my space, I want to decorate and then unpack. Right. So. Yeah. So. All right, folks, if you like what we do, make sure you head on over to thereforegeek.com and check out our blog posts and our podcasts. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find this podcast and other podcasts like it on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Stitcher. So once again, I'm Andrew. I'm Becky. And you've been listening to Therefore I Geek.